Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Luke chapter 11 verses 5 through 10. And this is a story where God, uh, what Jesus shares a parable says, suppose you have a friend uh, and you come to him at midnight and you ask him for bread specifically for three loaves of bread because you have another friend who came from far off and you have nothing to offer and Jesus says that first he got denied because he says that I have my children with me already in bed but this guy this friend continues to persist and Bible says in NLT translation because of his shameless audacity because of his persistence Surely he will give you what you need. And then he wants to say, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who seeks receives. And the one who, anyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks on the door will be open to you. First thing I want to mention from this story. We see that this friend, he had nothing. He had nothing to offer just to to his friend and he had nothing most likely he had nothing for himself and it was midnight hour it was a dark season in his life he had nothing he had nothing in his life I want to encourage somebody today if you feel like if, if you're going through a season in your life where it's dark where, where where there's no light at the end of the tunnel if you're going through a season of lack of shortage of setback and delay I want to encourage you that God has things in store for you. God has His promises for you. God has His provision for you. God has His bread for you. Don't give up asking. Don't give up seeking. You see, you heard these testimonies here. And if you caught one thing from these testimonies is these people that were seeking. These people that were looking. And, and an example of this gentleman as he testified, he was looking for 20 years anywhere and everywhere. He was seeking for freedom. If you're seeking from the Lord, the Lord says, he who seeks will find. He who asks, it will be given to him. So don't give up praying. Don't give up asking. Have this shameless audacity. Lord, I want to receive from you and God will meet you at the point of your need. God will meet you at the point of your need. God will locate your case and He will come through for you. He will come through for your family. Don't give up praying for the ones that are not serving the Lord. Don't give up praying for the ones that maybe that are addicted to drugs, addicted to different things in their life. You are, if you keep asking God, God says surely they will receive. So if you're facing difficult season in your life, if you're facing things that, that, that you, you, you don't have things in your life, you're praying but you're empty, the Lord promises to bless you. The Lord promises to give you. The Lord promises to answer your prayer. Delay is not a denial. God still is in the business of answering the prayers of His saints. God's still in the business of giving what we're praying for. In Psalm chapter 2 verses 8 says, Only ask and I will give you the nations as inheritance. Jeremiah 30, uh, 33 and 3 says, Call to me and I will answer. Literally, God is begging you to beg Him. God is asking you to ask Him. He's giving you command to ask Him. And He says, I will answer. Don't give up praying. Don't quit 
praying because things got worse. Don't, keep, don't quit praying because things are not coming. Listen, delay is not a denial. We don't stop praying because, uh, because we prayed one time, twice, three times, five times. We prayed one year, two years and things are not coming. We pray until the answer comes. And the Lord will come. The Lord will come. The Lord will answer. The Lord will touch your family. The Lord will touch your business. He will touch your finances. The Lord will touch your ministry. The Lord will touch your body. Don't give up. Have shameless audacity. Have persistent spirit. Have strong spirit. Have faith in the Lord and He'll come through to you in Jesus mighty name. All and all things in, you ask in prayer believing you will receive Matthew 21 22 Jesus says Jesus also said if you if you come to the Father and you ask him for bread he will give you bread he will not give you stone if you ask for fish he will not give you a snake he will give you that fish he's a good father he has good gifts for you he has his promises in store for you he will give it to you I see kind of a, a prayer as 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 like a a train cart if you've seen you've seen those some some sometimes you have those trains and they have empty carts either flatbeds or or stacks and they're going one way empty and sometimes you see those trains they're coming back the other way loaded with different things some of those flatbeds are loaded with, with construction material some of them even have those uh ups trucks on that you've seen those that they're loaded and then they transport them into the other part and then the goods that they they get delivered where they need to be that's how that's how oftentimes it is in our life in our spiritual life these train tracks this train is is our prayer life it goes travels back and forth from the throne of God's grace back into our physical realm in our life and those trains they come but question is do we load them up when do we petition the heaven do we pray do we load them up or we, or we already quit praying those trains come those trains cart come but they're already they're empty because we did not load them up they come here but we did not pray we didn't ask bible says you don't have because you don't ask you don't have because you don't ask and so today i want to encourage you to continue to pray I want to encourage you to continue to stand in faith. I want to encourage you to pursue after Jesus and you see His promises be fulfilled in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. But there's something even more than asking God for your, asking God for your need. Asking God for your healing. Asking God for a breakthrough in your business. Asking God to bless your family. We see that this friend, even despite the fact that he had lack of things, when he had a friend that came to him he said you know it's one thing that I don't have something in my life but I cannot afford not to have something for my friend he went to his friend there's three friends in these in this in this parable so just stay with me his friend he went to his other friend asking not even for himself but he came asking for his friend he came asking him so that he could bless his friend. I believe that God is calling us as his church, as his, as his people, not just to live a blessed life, but to live a life that is a blessing to others. 
not just to believe God for breakthrough in your finances and your business so that you can provide for your family and for yourself but to believe for breakthrough and blessing in your business in your finances so that you can sponsor the gospel to go to all four corners of the earth so that you can give cars away and bless those that are in need so you can bless those that, that 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 have needs around you so you can so you can sponsor kingdom project so you can bless orphans and widows so you can be a blessing to others bible says that we are seed of abraham and god not just blessed abraham but he made abraham a blessing and that portion belongs to us as his children as his seed I want to ask you to elevate your faith. I want to ask you to elevate your sight, to elevate your goal, your vision for your life and, and perhaps maybe elevate your prayer and start believing not just to be blessed in your life, not just to receive a breakthrough, but to ask God to make you a blessing. To ask God to help you, to help your friends, your community and those people around. I remember there's a time and season in my life where uh, things were just not going good financially. Businesses failed and then and, and financially there was a struggle. And um, I was praying and asking and I was saying, Lord, you know, praying for breakthrough, praying for finances to come and all this stuff. And, and then I came across a, a, a preacher that was sharing how, how he gave cars away to those that were in need. How he was giving and blessing people all around him and how God blessed them as a result of it. How, how his life was just fulfilled and he found purpose in, in, in helping. And then I came across a, a, a book uh, by Robert Morris, Blessed Life and some of his sermon series. And, and how in seeing how he shared his life story, how he went just from being blessed to be a blessing. And, and I embraced that vision even in the area of my life when I was still struggling. I was still, uh, it was still a dark season. It was still a midnight season in my life. And I said, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to just believe for me to receive a breakthrough. I'm going to elevate my vision. I'm going to elevate my sight to believe that I'm going to be a blessing. That I'm going to be giving cars away. That I'm going to be, that, uh, that I'm going to be blessing others, those that are in need in this area, in the area of finances. And I begin to pray to God and ask God. And so I just, just envisioning myself, not just to be blessed and have more than enough being able to provide for my family but to be blessed to others and even in that state I just embraced that vision I had I had this faith inside of me and and we started even giving cars away and blessing other people financially when we still were struggling we'd have two cars and we would give the car that was a better car to other people and leave the car that we had between me and my wife even though we needed two cars because we we had different places we had to go different workplaces I had a business ministry she had she was working different places and there was times we even gave that that very car that we needed even away it's still in a season of, of that midnight where there's there's no light honestly in 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 that area but I embraced a vision of of having not just enough for myself but enough for my friends enough for the people that God placed in my life and I said Lord I I wanna I wanna be a blessing not just to, not just to be blessed and as I continue to be faithful 
to God in this, in, in this area, in the area of finances and increasing, constantly sacrificing, constantly giving to God, constantly pushing myself to, to sacrifice more and give God and be a blessing to God because I embrace that vision. I embrace that mission to be a blessing. God began to bless me, but God began to prosper me. God began to increase the business. God began to bring finances in different ways. And, and even just, just in last four months, five months, starting with, starting with a giveaway, six, we gave away six cars as a, as a business to those that I need in Christmas. And up to this, in the last six, seven months, we're going to give away over nine or ten vehicles just to bless those, those uh, single moms, those that need it. And, and today, that vision that faith that I had has become a reality and the Lord continues to bless and increase today I want to challenge you I want to I want to sow a seed of faith in you that embrace a life that's bigger than yourself embrace a life that's bigger than just me myself and I and my family God wants to use you to impact your community God wants to use you to impact the people around you. God wants to use you to bless those that are in need around you. God wants to use you to elevate others to the place where you're at. And if you get busy elevating other people to the place where you're at right now, God's going to get busy elevating you to the place where you want to be. Listen, you're sitting here, you say, mate, maybe I'm not I don't have much find somebody who has less and help them to get to where you're at and God's gonna get busy opening doors for you to the place where you want to be live a life that's bigger than just yourself embrace a life that is that that's just beyond beyond just me myself and I don't just don't just see don't just pray just to just to receive healing in your life but see yourself ministering healing to others and you will see that as, as you embrace a life of, of of serving others how God's gonna use different people to come and minister healing to you don't just have a vision just just to be free but say Lord if you set me free I'm gonna go tell the world what you did for me and I'm gonna allow you to use me to set other people free if God has saved you and restored you and you have incredible testimony, don't just hold it to yourself, for yourself. Tell the world what God has done for you. Tell the world what Jesus did for you. And you will see how God's going to begin to open doors for you. This man, he wasn't just concerned. This friend wasn't just concerned for bread for himself. He said, Lord, give me for my friend. Give me for my family. Give me for my community. Give me for my co-workers. Lord, give me the bread so that I can give for my friends. I want to ask you today, in this, in this, in this parable, it says, friend came to me from far off. You know that at one point in your life, you were far off from God. And God brought you in. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody brought you in. I want to ask you, do you have friends that are far off from God? The Bible says that Jesus was a friend of sinners. Jesus was a friend of sinners. Do you have some friends that you've befriended and you literally on purpose became their friends not so that you can have a friend not because you don't have friends but so that you can be a light of Jesus in their life so you can bring hope into their life let's step out and live a life that not just comfortable but a life that had a purpose that has a purpose and meaning a life that Jesus can use that we can introduce Jesus to our society 
And let's then go to Jesus to ask Him that He will give us the bread for our friends. I want to, I want to, now I want to talk to the people, to, to the church. As a church, we must seek, knock, we must ask God. We must petition the heavens for bread. We must ask God. We must pray to God for Him to give us bread for our community. We must have something to offer to our community. And it has to be something more than just, just a, you know, just a pat on the back. We need to ask God for supernatural things. The world is hungry for supernatural and we need to give it to them. Look at Hollywood, what the movies are kind of being, the kind of movies that are being produced. Every other movie has to do something about supernatural. And the, and, and the church must have bread to give to our community, to our friends. We must bring the reality of Jesus Christ to our community. Amen. I believe there's three breads that church has to offer to our community. Bread number one, that it, the three loaves of bread. First of all, first and foremost, it's a bread of salvation. Jesus says that I am a bread of life. We need to pray, we need to believe, we need to seek, we need to knock, we need to look for every opportunity to make sure that our community, our friends, the people around are, that, that they are getting saved. That get, they're getting introduced to the bread of life. And today if in your ministry, in your home group, in your life, people are not getting saved. In this example, Jesus says you have to come and you have to ask the Father. Your heart has to beat for souls. You have to see people saved. Jesus is a bread of life and this bread of life, our friends have need of it. This is why we have this book of prayer. We're praying, we're believing that the bread of life will find its way into these people's lives. We're praying that each name that's been written on here that they will taste of this bread of life. We as a church, we must begin to petition heaven. We must begin to pray. We must be desperate. And this man, this friend right here, he was desperate. He didn't come and he knocked and said, oh, could you borrow me bread? And we here see that, that he got rejected at first. He's like, well, I guess I have nothing to offer to a friend. I guess we're just going to go and we're going to starve through the night. No. His attitude was different. He, Bible says, he was shameless. He had persistence. He had perseverance. He continued to knock and he said, I need bread for my friend. I need salvation for my community. I need salvation for my family. I need salvation for, for, for my co-workers. I need salvation. I need the bread of life. I need Jesus. Church, we must be awakened. And we must have this shameless audacity, this urgency in our spirit to pray, to see salvations happen in our church every single week. In our home groups, in our services, everywhere we are. People must know that there is bread of life in our churches. I challenge every pastor. I challenge every home group leader. I challenge every true believer and Christian. If you're not seeing salvations, you must be praying, you must be begging, you must be asking God, Lord, I don't want to live my life without bread of salvation that I can offer to my people around. People have to be 
getting saved. Second bread that I believe that we as a church we must offer. It's a bread of healing. Bible says that Jesus he, he took the bread and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said eat it this is my body and Bible lets us know in Isaiah that his body was beaten it was it was wounded so that in his stripes we can be healed I believe that second bread that we must offer to our community to to the people around us to the to our friends is a bread of healing it has to do with emotional healing as we heard testimony and physical healing and today we're going to be praying for physical healing and the Lord is going to be healing people today on live stream and here physically. Church we have to be a church, we have to be a place of supernatural. People have to come in into our midst sick with cancer and leave being free. That's how they know the goodness of God. Bible says that the goodness of God leads men to repentance. People have to come in on the last stage of cancer and live free. People come in with arthritis in their hands and Jesus touches them. The bread of life touches them. That, that the body of Jesus has been broken and the price has been paid. It needs to manifest in our body and they get healed. We need to contend. We need to ask. We need to stand in faith and ask Jesus, ask Heavenly Father that miracles of healing and undeniable healings that they will begin to take place. That people know that this place, if I come there, there's hope, there's healing for me, for my body. That the things that we read in the days of Apostle, when the shadow of Peter, when the belt of Peter was healing people. The things that we see all around the world, healing revivals are taking place. This is not just separate somewhere for a revival, somewhere in some corner, the corner of the earth. God uses these revivals to spark a hunger in a church that every church has a bread of healing to offer to their communities. And the last bread, the last bread that I believe that every church has to offer is the bread of deliverance. The bread of deliverance. And you saw this weekend how many people broken and they need freedom, they need deliverance. Jesus said that deliverance is children's bread. Deliverance doesn't even belong to non-Christians. To get a person delivered that is non-Christians, Bible says if, if the demon comes out and the house is not occupied, then the demon can come back and be seven times worse. It's, it's better to lead them to Jesus first get their spirit revived and saved, get their spirit occupied and alive and then deliver them. Deliverance belongs to the children. You know as we sit there and we we talk to every person that that that's, that comes through prayer line and you hear their testimonies, you hear their broken life, you hear the things that they're suffering with, you think that 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 torment and nightmare and setback and death and suicidal thoughts and these compulsive disorders when you hear those things your heart breaks what do you do with those people Jesus has bread of deliverance and the church must offer deliverance to the world the church must offer deliverance to those who are hurting and broken the church must cast out demons and command those evil spirits to leave and stop tormenting their life in Jesus name church we gotta offer bread of salvation a bread of healing and bread of deliverance 
without these three loaves of bread, without these three bread, church will be incomplete. People, people will suffer. And the good thing that Jesus says in this parable, and He says, listen, if you see, if you ask, if you seek and you knock, it will be done. He said, it will be done. If the church will begin to cry out and pray, for the lost souls and make a priority. That's why you see every single conference, every single service, right after worship, we go to the heavenly thrones and we plead for the most important thing is the salvation of souls. Lord, we want to see people saved. Lord, we want to see people saved. We do everything that we can to see people saved. We structure our services to see people saved. We expect people to get saved. We give out our calls because we know people need to be saved. Every church must offer bread of salvation, healing and deliverance and that's the fullness of the gospel and it quickly how it is done. Jesus says ask. I believe that speaks of prayer. First and foremost we got to go to the throne of grace and we have to petition the Father as a church, as church leaders, as Christians. Lord we want to see people saved. Second thing the Bible says you have to seek. I believe that speaks of you have to see uh, of connection. Connect yourself to people that see those things happening. Learn from them. Uh, ask them how it gets done. Get inspired by them. Let your faith grow. You have to get connected to the places where things are happening and then those things will begin to be happening in your ministry and in your life. And the third thing Bible says knock. Uh, I think it's a, knocking is a very a practical thing, right? I believe that we have to go and we have to do it. We have to go and we have to save people. We have to go and pray for healing. That every service you give altar call. That every service or when the Lord leads you, but it has to be regular that we pray for the healing. And, and, and that we have to step out in faith and pray for deliverance. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing that we have to put it to practice. We can all talk about Lord wants to set you free, Lord wants to set you free. But if we don't stop, step out and we confront demons and command them to come out, people will never be free. We have to go church, we have to get practical. We have to get practical. If we talk about healing but we never confront the sickness and command that sickness to come out. If we never begin to take oil and Bible says anoint people with oil and pray for them, they will never be healed. If we don't give altar calls, if we don't challenge people to invite other people to church, if we don't strategize and if we don't get practical to see salvations, it will not happen. We gotta knock church. We gotta knock. We gotta knock. We gotta put it to practice. So we ask, meaning pray, we seek, we connect to the places, we learn, we build our faith, we get inspired and then we knock. We step out in faith and trust that Jesus will meet us. He will heal people, He will deliver people and He will save people in Jesus' mighty name. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.